I used to be a musician. You know, I've sung in the choir before. So I've done ushering before. I've done protocol. I've done armor bearing. I've, I've, I've done intercession. I've, I've been a secret intercessor before. I've swept in pastors' houses. I've cooked for pastors. We have been through all the <laughs> nitty-gritties of the work. Amen. But the part I like was I was a choreographer. You can imagine. <laughs> just, it's just for your imagination, but if you imagine too much, it's your fault, not mine. Amen. Tonight, I'm going to finally wrap up the teaching on provoking. We will come back to exceeding grace again. And we'll come back to the riches of his grace. But in May, we will look at the winning faith. And probably in June, we will land in unveiling exceeding grace or the riches of his grace. But in May, I'm going to blow up your spirit. Unfortunately or fortunately, um, the first two Sundays are captured in the Horses and Lions Conference. So probably I'll preach on faith on Wednesday. But the rest of the Tuesdays and Sundays, we're going to look at the winning faith. Amen. How many of you want to boost your faith? Yeah, so I'm going to take my time to teach. So tonight, we can call it part. The sound is funny. We can call it part four or part three or the concluding part of provoking exceeding grace under the theme provoking exceeding grace through the prayer altar. How many of you enjoyed last Sunday's message? I mean last Sunday's service from the worship to the end, uh, the whole year of yesterday and today. I, I went home to meet my dog dead. So I was mourning my dog. And I, I didn't know why people wield money when they are dying, they will money to their pets. And I lost my dog. I saw myself crying. I said, ah, dog. <laughs> so that, no. So, throughout yesterday, the service was inside. It was a very anointed service. Let's clap for all the church workers. It was a very anointed service. And how many of you can be witnesses of that? was a very, very anointed. So, tonight I'm going to wrap up all this thing. Um, So, let's start from Acts chapter 4, verse 31 to 33. We are just continuing from where we ended on Sunday. The emphasis is on prayer. Growing your prayer altar to provoke exceeding grace on your life. The Bible reads, and when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. So, one of the ways to get filled with the Holy Spirit is to pray. Prayer fills you with the Holy Spirit. And until you are filled with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is in you, but the feeling ignites the anointing. So you can have the Holy Spirit and not 
enjoy the anointing. Until you feel the feeling of the, of the Holy Ghost, you cannot operate in the anointing. So they said, when they had finished praying, the place where they prayed shook. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and they spoke the word of God with boldness. Go to 32. And the multitude of them that believed were of one heart and of one soul, neither said any of them that ought of the things which he possessed was his own. But they had all things common. Verse 33. This is where you can connect the prayer altar to the grace of God and the power of God. He said, and with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And great grace was upon them. Someone say great grace. Say exceeding grace. So when they had finished praying and they got filled with the Holy Spirit, they began to walk in great power and great grace. If you want to walk in power and walk in grace, you must be a man or a woman of prayer. Until we come to that point, these were not just Christians, they were apostles. And if they had to gather, you know, they were under threat. Sometimes you come under persecutions and temptations and stress and you almost want to give up on an agenda. What you need is to go into your stronghold and pray. Spend time to pray. By the time you are coming out of the prayer room, great power and great grace will be made available. At this point, the people wanted to stop the ministry of the apostles. They were threatening them, arresting them, bullying them. So after one of that encounter, they went to hide themselves to pray. And the Bible said they came out of that prayer with great boldness to preach the word of God. God has put an assignment on everybody's life. The enemy will threaten it. Your environment will threaten it. Your circumstances will threaten it. Your family background will fight and contend with what God wants to do for you. What will help you? What will help you to sustain the grace and the power of God is your ability to stay in the place of prayer. Give the Lord a mighty clap of it. Many believers don't pray. We don't pray. And as long as we don't pray, we will become vulnerable to certain people. And the enemy will have us as a nice meeting playground. But God wants us to walk in great power and great grace. And that will not just come if until we begin to learn how to pray. So when the disciples saw Jesus, the way he was calling the blind, the way he was healing the sick, he said, teach us how to pray. They never asked him, teach us how to preach. Preaching is a skill. 
people even act preaching. Everybody can preach. Hello? Everybody can preach. But not everybody can pray. And God is calling you to that place of prayer. Where you don't reason until you have prayed. And those days we were very conscious. Even before we eat. Some of you have stopped praying before you eat. I still do it. It is it's natural. At any point, even friends can be eating. When I get there, I'll sanctify the food before I eat. Those days, when they give you a cup of water, you thank God before you drink. Now you don't do that. Oh, Pastor, it doesn't mean anything. No, it means a lot. It means that our quest, our sensitivity to prayer is gradually dying down. We sleep without prayer. We wake up without prayer. But David said, I slept and I awoke. And the Lord sustained me. Give the Lord a mighty clap of it. An empowered prayer altar is equal to an empowered life. You will want to give up because you don't have power. But how do I get the power? On the prayer altar. On the prayer altar. I told you that people should start engaging midnight cry. I don't know how many of you have started. Midnight. 1 a.m. 12 a.m. 2 a.m. The more you pray, the more there is supply of grace on your life. There is supply of power. There is supply of grace. It's a great grace was upon them. Great power gave the apostles witness. So first, the reason why they were timid was that there was no grace and great power. But when they began to pray, something generated power. I pray for you tonight that as you leave this year, you leave this place and you begin to engage prayer, receive excessive power to achieve your goals this year. In the name of Jesus. What then is prayer? What then is prayer? Prayer is the channel by which we connect with the grace of God. Prayer is the channel by which we connect with the grace of God. Anyone who does not pray disconnects himself from grace. Because grace is what makes the Christian life to function. But the devil cannot attack grace. So which one will he attack? Your prayer life. If he cripples your prayer life, he has impeded the functional ability of grace. Because until you stay in prayer... Grace will have no expression in your life. Prayer enlarges a man. Prayer connects you to grace. A man full of grace cannot be disgraced. So prayer is our connectivity to the grace of God. Prayer is doing warfare with the invincible. Are you in church? Prayer 
is doing warfare with the invincible. And yesterday, Sunday, I, I showed you in Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12, your real enemies, they are unseen. They are invincible. Ephesians 6 12, your real enemies are unseen. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. So, your enemies you are battling, they are not flesh. And prayer is doing warfare with the unseen. So, it means that until we do warfare with the unseen, grace will not multiply on us. There are forces. Believe it or not, there are forces monitoring your life, attacking your life. Anytime you feel a sense of depression, there is an attack. Anytime you feel a sense of confusion, there is an attack. Anytime you feel like giving up on an assignment, there is an attack. And sometimes the only way to overturn the attack of the enemy is to enter into prayer. He said, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers. Powers. There are powers contending with your destiny. Are you here? The essence of prayer cannot be devalued. There are powers. You are not married. You want to marry. It could be that there are powers contending with your marriage. Because maybe the man or the woman who is come to step into your life is going to be a connectivity to your real destiny. So if the enemy can frustrate you and cause you to stop praying and pushing, that finish with you. There, there, there is something at stake with your life. That is why, even at the point of birth, every personnel, health personnel, at that point is very careful. We call it intensive care. When you enter into theater, we are not joking there. Uh, there is something at stake. A child is being born. A destiny is being born. If even in the realms of the physical, there is so much attention for that unborn child or the child which is yet to be born, how much more in the realms of the spirit when a child becomes born again, there is a divine agenda. That agenda comes to destroy the works of the enemy and expand the kingdom of God, the enemy will fight it with powers with principalities stay in that scripture for me principalities, powers against the rulers of the darkness of this age so many darkness different, different, different and these are rulers you are fighting with Prayer is doing warfare with the invincible. So you are praying. You are doing warfare. I come against every power that is fighting my destiny. Have you seen the power? Have you seen the power? No. 
but you are fighting the invincible with the invincible. So you are fighting the invincible with the invincible. And that is prayer. It's not mechanical. Yes, we are using we are using our voice and our strength and whatever we are using to pray, but prayer is spiritual, making warfare with the invincible. There are calamities ahead, and it takes prayer to travel ahead of time to handle certain things. For we are wrestling with principalities, governing oh God. Governing the people from your hometown. Governing an area. There are areas where some people have taken the wealth of the area. So if you want to penetrate, you cannot come physically. There must be an upper hand that is going ahead of you. It takes prayer to invoke the hand of God. And tonight I came to charge you that you need to walk in exceeding grace and one of the ways to operate in the exceeding grace is to become a prayer warrior in your heart. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. <laughs> Ephesians chapter 6 verse 18. Look at what is there. Please be fast for me. Please. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. If you don't like praying in the spirit, you are going to lack grace. Can you do that for one hour? Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. So the tongues can can enter into shoutings and God shitakaba shadalabakata ipakata yamaha ladini mikolataya praying always with all prayer all forms of prayer and supplications in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance. So you need to persevere in prayer. Sometimes you are tired. Sometimes your head is aching. But most of the times when your head is aching and you enter into prayer, a little moment, the head pain will disappear. Who has experienced it before? Yeah. But why don't we engage the persevering spirit? You see, the way some of you used to have persevering spirit in chasing girls. Hey, some of you never gave up. You even let even the, the dog in the house know that you are chasing them. <laughs> we need to channel it into spiritual things. Perseverance. Not giving up until we meet God. Praying. Paul said, though the outward man is perishing, the inner man is renewed. How? On the knees of prayer. Praying all prayers and supplications in the spirit. 
come to natural, you'll be defeated naturally. There must be a supernatural. A supernatural. Shagadabara. We do battles with prayer, not with quarrels. We do battle with prayer. Take the matter in your hands and pray and pray and pray until you have the answer. Grace is supplied on the altar of prayer. Give the Lord a mighty clap of it. Is that the clap? Sunday, I told you that those who love fanfare but hate warfare will soon be destroyed in destiny. The only way to fanfare in life, how do you celebrate when your enemy is still at par? It's when you have warred in the realms of the spirit and put the enemy to check. Oh, pastor, why is that Africa? We are always talking about these things. I mean, Asia countries and those things. Hey, can't you see the tsunamis that happens there? Those things, when they happen here, we are, we are all going to. It's prayer that has sustained Africa. We cannot become like them. Yes, prayer. But you see, when men don't pray, the environment becomes easily polluted. And we have left praying for kingdom and all we pray about is material things. So, so many things are entering into the country that didn't used to be. There are no watches. There are no watches. There are no watchmen. But prayer must begin to come up again. Prayer must begin to come up again. The pathway to fanfare in life. Why do you succeed and you are afraid that somebody will kill you? It's because you didn't do warfare. But if you did warfare and God gave it to you by grace, nobody can take it out of your head. If man makes you, man can destroy you. But if God makes you, no man can destroy you. I pray for somebody that a spirit of prayer, aggressive prayer, and non-stop praying spirit, a spirit that will stir you up every day of your life into continuous prayer. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Will be released upon you. Pray for me. Pray for me. Where from all this? We entered into prayer meetings and there's no topic. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Three hours, four hours. Now let us live such prayer. People will just walk out of the church. They are not praying very sensible prayers. We had to pray. Look at the apostles. They were locked up in the upper room for close to 10 days waiting for the Holy Ghost to come. 
that Holy Ghost will just, you know, Lobo Shagada. They had to stay there for 10 days. Prayer. No food. Prayer. You can bring down certain things from heaven into your life if you know how to pray. There are things you don't have today, but on the knees of prayer, you can get it. I see you rising up in strong prayers. I see the spirit of strong prayers coming out of your spirit from tonight. Where are the prayer warriors? Where, where, where are they? We need to get to those days where we used to stand and pray for long hours. Long hours. Check your spiritual life. Anytime your prayer life is going down, oh my friend, you can't deceive anybody. It is clear that your spirituality is going off. And sin and carnality is taking over. Anytime prayer begins, that is the graph. When prayer begins to go down, carnality, sin, begins to shoot up in your life. Get back to prayer. Today I saw a scripture. I think I should remember. Hosea chapter 14 verse 1. It's really interesting. In NIV version. NIV version. Quickly, please. Return, O Israel, to the Lord your God. Your sins have been your downfall. What? Not your enemies. Your sins. So if prayer is going down and carnality is increasing and I'm sinning, it means that my downfall is going to be very great. Hmm. But when prayer is going on, you cannot pray without scriptures. You cannot pray without the Holy Spirit. So you will have a consciousness of God. I'm praying for somebody that your family will be delivered because you are going to step into certain realms of prayer. Celebrate God with a good hand clap. Your clap should be stronger. I'm getting deeper into the message. Prayer warfare is what stops the advancement of the enemy in your life? Some of you, when somebody calls you and tells you, I had a dream that you are dead, then that is all. Take that thing in prayer and finish it. Block it. Stop the advancement of the enemy. No matter how powerful the prophet is, no matter how detailed the prophecy is, Take it up in prayer and stop the advancement of the enemy. Because if you don't stop it, it will override you. Instead of crying, instead of becoming morose, instead of becoming depressed, you take up the matter on your knees and begin to shatter and baka and destroy the advancement of them through spiritual warfare, prayer warfare come to church, we say clap your hands and pray. You won't clap. Shout and bring down the Jericho walls. You will not shout. They are all spiritual warfare. Say in the name of Jesus. You won't say. There are things cooking in the realms. It takes prayer to align them for your advantage. 
you can take every plan of the enemy and tear it into pieces on the knees of prayer. Intensive prayer. You have to pray. Do you know how you know? You have to pray until you know in your spirit that God has answered. And sometimes the most interesting thing is that as you finish dealing with certain warfare things in your life, then somebody will call you, I had a dream that something, something has happened. You just tell God bless you. Because you've, 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 you've already passed that level. I see grace for prayer coming upon you. I said, I see grace for prayer coming upon you. I used to hear stories, oh, some people will buy you Milo and thing and go and fast for them. So that you go and hear from God. Hey, you to pray. Get on your knees and pray. Pray. We are becoming too lazy with prayer. Too lazy. We are not praying. Even your landlord doesn't know that you are, you are, you are a Christian. Until say what bombay da. Oh, pastor, me bombay o meeting. Eh. They must know that there is a believer in this house. I didn't say I, I, I make noise for people to know, but pray. Some of you, you, you don't want anybody to hear the sound of your tongues because it is so Christian, uh, 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 customized. Say you come on, sana. And you're powerful. As for tongues, the more you pray, it's like rivers. The more rivers you release into your destiny. Let's pray. And you are covering it. I was God, I'll press pause. When you start uttering prayer, I'll press play. It's time to pray. It's time to engage prayer. Twelve months before I got married, I started fasting. Six to two. Six to two. Pray. You step into every adventure just like that. <laughs> Oh, Pastor, you know if you have faith, you know you just go. You follow those who say that. If you are not there at midnight when they wake up. We have to. Long before the break of day, Jesus, in the day, you will see him pray. When you see him pray, he's praying another kind of prayer. Miraculous prayer, commanding prayer, faith prayer. Midnight. He will enter into the bush, the trees, and be shouting and praying with loud cries and tears. In the daytime, he's commanding blind eyes to open. You are going to command blind eyes to open when you have not gone shouting. Before he went to, before our Lord Jesus Christ went on the cross or began the journey to Calvary, he was in Gethsemane. He prayed until angels came to strengthen him for the assignment ahead. You are giving up because 
there is no strength, go on your knees and take some strength and take some grace and take some power for the journey ahead. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. You need some prayer in your spirit. Your spirit is too dark. It has become a comfortable zone for sin, for iniquity, for wickedness, for satanic attacks. We need to stir our spirit up unto prayer. If the prayer meeting is not for miracles, signs and wonders, auditoriums will never be full in the country. But if it's for miracles, signs and wonders, you see that the place is packed. Many people, if God, Jesus had called that prayer meeting, that go and wait for me in the upper room for 10 days for the Holy Ghost to come, they won't go. Ah, Jesus, but Holy Ghost. Oh, no. But when Jesus was performing miracles, the Bible said the multitude, the multitude, the multitude, the multitude, the upper room, only 120 people. I pray that God will put in our hearts that those times when revivals like Azusa Street revivals, people were gathered praying, may those days come back again. May real prayer warriors be raised again in the church. Real prayer warriors. You can clap. Real prayer warriors. People who pray. You, 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 you can take the city by yourself. It doesn't need to be a pastor. Prayer works. Adore. Speaking into the atmosphere. You can eject people from the area. There are many assignments. There are so much prayer topics. And yet we are not praying. So much prayer topics. Prayer warfare is what will stop the opposition. That is fighting. Is it Condoleezza Rice? She said before she steps into the court, she steps into the court of his Lord. Hello. She steps into the courts of heaven. By the time she enters into the courtroom, she's so anointed. Anointing is stirred up in prayer. Show me a man of prayer. I'll show you a man who is anointed. Prayer warfare brings God on the scene. Prayer warfare takes God into your matter and takes the devil out of your matter. If you can begin to pray, I don't know what you are lacking in your life. God is interested in supplying it. Where is your prayer altar? I pray that we will use horses and lions conference to renew our passion 
to advance the course of our destinies and the course of the kingdom of God. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Prayer is the platform of extending our burdens for the blessings of God. I'm giving you definitions of prayer. Prayer is the platform or the altar where we exchange our burdens for the blessings of God. God never planned to give us burdens. Any burden from the Lord is for the building of the kingdom of God. So if you are worried and say, I'm carrying a burden, what type of burden are you carrying? A burden to have a shoe? Those are the burdens the Lord said, cast it upon me. A burden to marry? Cast it upon me. How? The casting is the prayer. A burden for a house? A burden for job? God said, cast it upon me. The only burden that is legally allowed on you is a burden for the house of God. Though a pastor cannot always be happy because there is always a burden. There are so many burdens. When you wake up in the morning, there are things. Tell these young girls, how do you meet them and begin to talk? The young guys, and before they marry, the things they must know. When they just marry between one year and five years, they are experiencing. What, when are you going to meet them? How do you meet the menopause people too? How do you... They, oh, Charlie, plenty. But anytime you get worried for natural, carnal, physical things, God said immediately you are getting worried, cast your cares. First Peter chapter 5 verse 7. I do, 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 you, you, you quickly run to a prophet. I'll, I'll come to that. Prayerful people. Eh? When you are prayerful, when the prophet steps into a building, you'll be attracted to him. Most of you who have been prophesying to one-on-one -on -one before, you can, you can testify that what the prophet spoke about, you have prayed about it. Yeah. The greatest mistake a prophet will do is to prophesy to a prayerless person. The person will make his prophetic ministry shameful because it will never come to pass. Watchers of the kingdom, watchers of our families. First Peter chapter 5 and 7. Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Lay it all on him in prayer. Stop telling your friends they cannot solve it. 
They will try to advise you, but they will spread the problem. Lay it at the feet of the Lord. Pour your heart. The Bible said, and Hannah poured her heart to them. What are your fears? Sometimes I enter into prayer, I lie down and I begin to cry. And I pour my fears to the Lord. Because he is the only person that knows the nakedness of a man. Pour your heart to him. Tell him your fears. Things you can't tell your husband. Things you can't tell your wife. Things you can't tell your friends. Things you can't tell even your parents. Pour it before him. He said, for he cares for you. It's not, you are not a burden for him. You are not bad. You know, there are some people in your life you don't want to even hear of them. And sometimes when you see their cause cry, you're like, Ooh. Eddie. We are not burdens for God. He said, cast all your burdens upon him. For he carries. You are depressed because you have decided to carry all your burdens. Anytime you are depressed, it means you have decided to carry all your burdens. You think you can. And it's weighing you down. Cast all your cares upon him. For he cares for you. I see all your burdens turning into, into a blessing. Turning into a breakthrough as you engage the altar of prayer. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Prayer is the place for supernatural empowerment. A church that does not pray is just about to die. Fill a church with prophecy and fill a church with prayer. The church with prayer will move forward. Prayer does not allow the bondage of the enemy around the believer. Prayer is an explosive weapon. Prayer is an explosive weapon. Prayer makes the believer unconfinable. You can't confine a prayerful person. They tried it on Daniel. Oh, Daniel left their presence and opened the windows and began to pray louder. They took him to the lion's den, but they did not know that a man of prayer has power over lions. I don't know who I'm talking to. The more you pray, the more you become like the tribe, the lion of the tribe of Judah. You can sacrifice every animal on the altar. But I've never heard that they've sacrificed a lion on an altar before. You can't. Prayer takes a posture of a roaring lion. I pray that in the realms of the spirit, the next time they call you to appear, you will be like a roaring lion. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. When you feel that you have lost oil, go into prayer. Because long before a calamity befalls a brother, 
the person has left the place of prayer. Anytime you sense, and sometimes you need to thank God. And when God even wakes us up, we go back to sleep. And when there's promptings that it's a long time you spent hours to pray. Oh, you take it for granted. 20 minutes of prayer a day is not enough for anybody that wants to journey long in destiny. 20 minutes. Wake up. Stir yourself up. Grow in prayer. You are growing in everything. Investing money, doing this, growing all kinds of things except prayer. Instead of growing, we are diminishing. Because money is coming into our hands. We are increasing in good brothel and things. We are driving our own cars. We can rent good, good houses and buying lands and building. But we are not building up on our prayer life. The prayer life is one of the wings of a successful Christian. Let your name be glorified. You are the Lord. Let your name be glorified. We give you glory. And ah. thank you, Lord, for this revelation. You are the Lord. Let your name be glorified. Weakness gives way to strength when you stay in prayer. Weakness gives way to strength when you stay in prayer. When you remain prayerless, they say you become powerless. Prayer commands fresh grace on a man. I feel it as I'm preaching. Feel the anointing. I feel the anointing. Prayer. Never joke with prayer. Never underrate the power of prayer. Never come to your spiritual walk with God and think that prayer is secondary. You, you just miss God on that point. Prayer is the life lifeline. The core line of the, of, of the God of Israel. Never come to a point in your spiritual walk and take prayer for granted. You will be you 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 will you will be shocked the things you allow into your life. Prayer is that thing that keeps the believer's life buoyant on the storms of life. Many times I've come to points where I, I, I just didn't see the tomorrow. But in the midst of prayer, pray anyhow. Because sometimes you just don't know what to pray about. Sometimes you, 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 are, you, are, you are just pushing prayer and you are crying. Prayer, he said, all prayers and supplications in the spirit. Sometimes you hear something. You don't understand. Today I saw some of my uncles and I said, hey, I've got to pray more. And I thank God for the power of salvation and the power of prayer. Some prayer will frame your world. Stay awake a little bit. 
and see what that will how it will impact on your destiny. It, it generates wisdom, prayer. Because you'll be so filled with the Holy Ghost that you will just be speaking under divine utterance. Prayer. May this generation come to that place. That place of prayer. That time we spend hours to pray for souls. I want to get back to those days. When we were praying, we pray, myself, Jane, and some people, we will stay awake 10 p.m. to 4 a.m. All the topic is that God get these people saved. Pray. You see people crying. Tears and cancer. Not that they are crying to get visa. They are crying that the people will come to church and change. Pray long prayers. By the time you pray so much for the kingdom and you lift your voice and say, Lord, give me my daily bread swiftly. Glance in your hands. Prayer. The prayer altar is the place we generate grace for the work we walk. I feel the anointing. I don't know who can feel the anointing, but I feel it so strongly on the altar. And I believe there's a stirring. There are things the enemy is keeping back from tonight. As you enter into engaging the prayer altar, I see them delivered into your hands. Prayer bets new things into your life. New things. Behold, I do a new thing. God does new things. One of the ways to pull the new thing into your life is prayer. Your, 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 your testimonies are too old. I keep, uh, I keep hearing fresh, fresh testimonies. Uh, Monday, I had one. The lady said, Pastor, that miracle hour, when you prayed for me, I knew that was the last time you are praying for me and I will get pregnant. Pastor, I'm pregnant. He sent me the results. Today, I had another one. The pastor they hijacked my promotion. But after Sunday, as I'm speaking to you, you declared 30, 72 hour miracle. Tuesday morning, they gave me my letter. A life without prayer will lack fresh testimony. Prayer bet new things into your life. I see new things into your life. I see new things coming into your life. I see new things coming into your life. You are going to walk in the certain realm. Give yourself to prayer. You see, that is why when there was confusion in the church, the apostles told them, you guys, you cannot distract us. <laughs> we, are, we are not going to be ushers. We are not going to be protocol. We, we will we, we, we refuse for you to distract us. Get some spiritual people. Let them serve the table. But we, Kadabahashaya, as chapter says, we shall give ourselves 
to the ministry of the word and to prayer. Because it is the marriage of these two that best the supernatural. You, you, you cannot live in the natural. You are supernatural. Biology cannot make you. Anatomy, mathematics. No, no, no. It takes divine wisdom. How to operate. What to do is bet in prayer. We don't pray again. Chasing prophecy here and there. Let me hit that one before we close. Uh, time is, 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 is up. Let, let me hit that one before we close. Let me hit that one. A man with no prayer fire can be assessed freely by wicked spirit. By free, freely. They just come for free. Any impending accident approaching anybody here by the prayer fire in this house, let it backfire in the name of Jesus. Let it backfire. Every thou sayeth the Lord is a possibility in your life. Not every thou sayeth the Lord will come to pass in everybody's life, it's a possibility. It means it has been bet in the ribs. Who will pull it down? The prayer form. The thou sayest the Lord that is not put on the prayer altar will not come to pass. The prophecy you receive that is not processed in the womb of continuous prayer will not come to pass. Have you started reading the book, Prophetic Manifestation? Not every day of the Lord will just, no, no, no. God engages us in the fulfillment of prophecies. The prayer altar is the processing plant for every prophecy. Are you, are you, are you here or you've gone home? There are many things that should have happened to us. But we never stayed in prayer. I see great power coming into somebody. I see great grace coming upon somebody. He said, the prayer altar is the processing plant for every prophecy. Oh God, I feel the anointing of God. I see somebody entering into a realm of prayer. Oh, your amen is not strong. First Timothy chapter 1, verse 18. I'm closing on this. I didn't finish again. We'll end it here. Don't worry. Another time. This child, this is Paul talking to his spiritual son. And look at the scripture. This charge I commit unto thee. Charge. Timothy, according to the prophecies which went before on thee. You don't like warfare. Maybe the person met the devil, no. 
That is a worldly man singing. Oh, me, I won't bind the devil. You know me? And those who like binding them. I remember there was one guy who always complained to me on campus that his roommate liked binding the devil. Every day you wake up when he is worshiping, he will hear the roommate sitting there. Go to his own town before. Do you know what is sitting in his house? Apostle, I mean, he should pray something. Say, pray what? He's praying according to his need. <laughs> have, you, have you gone to see the picture of his house? He's binding mommy water. He's binding the evil hunters, evil fishermen. And that time I said, no. The evil fishermen are spirits that enters into family and fish out prominent things. So leave him. So one day I decided to go and sleep in his room and listen to the guy. Charlie, the guy, by fire, by thunder, by fire, die, 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 die. He said, uh-huh, my <laughs> Die, die, die. I said, hey, don't fly on that house. According to the prophecies which went before on thee, that thou by them might that war. A good warfare. A good warfare. There are good warfares. When you war for prophecies to be fulfilled. Yeah, yeah. You're not praying enough. Prayer is our only hope. I told you that in Genesis chapter 4, the last verse, it was prayer that connected man back to God. Nothing. And man and men began to call on God. Prayer. And in the chapter 5, and this begat this, and this begat this. Fruitfulness is birth in prayer. He said, which a good warfare. There is no prophecy that must die in your hands if it is on the prayer altar. Oh, when Bishop Eddie came, he made a declaration that thing is always in my spirit. When I'm in prayer, he said, there is no auditorium you will build that you cannot feel. Who remembers? It's always in my spirit. There is that is all the meetings he gave the two days. That's all I had. There is no auditorium that you will build that you cannot feel. When I enter into prayer, that is all. Since then, today 1 a.m. I was out. Now, there is no auditorium. There is no auditorium. What prophecy? Are you causing to be wasted? One fulfillment of prophecy. Silence the devil forever. 
the birth of Christ. I think many prophets prophesied about it. Sometimes you, 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 you get too tired. In fact, sometimes everybody in the church gets to know the type of prophecy. When like they call Michael, everybody knows. Say, I see you going to travel. Everybody's shaking their head. <laughs> they did that to Jesus many times. Abraham prophesied. Jacob prophesied. Isaac prophesied. David prophesied. Solomon prophesied. Joshua prophesied. Jeremiah prophesied. Isaiah, they say some savior is coming. Moses prophesied. Every prophet of significance prophesied about Jesus. It became as though the thing would not come to pass. And then one day, in the womb of a virgin Mary, the child was manifested. The devil's kingdom was shattered forever. I don't know, but remember, the Bible said there was a woman called Anna, a prophetess. She was praying. She had been praying. She has heard all the prophecies, and she was praying for the manifestation of that prophecy. Adalaba. Another man, Simon, was also praying. There are people who pray down. God's presence. May that be your story. I said, may that be your story. I heard a testimony of a man of God. He just stirred me up onto prayer. He said they called him that his nephew was going mad. And he was one of his favorite nephews or cousins have forgotten and he drove to when he got there he said where is the boy nobody could go near him he said don't go when you go he'll destroy you'll do something he said no he entered the man came to embrace him and he took him into his car gave him a drive by the time they came back the madness was out these are the testimonies we must begin to desire. The super, it is not far away from us. We need to stay in prayer. We need to pray. Who told you war will come to Ghana? War will not come. Because there are some people who will hide in the caves and lift up the nation to the Lord. And nothing will happen. Rise up on your feet. If we can begin to pray and call on the name of the Lord, many things will change on our behalf. Lift your voice and pray for three minutes. Speak the language of the Holy Ghost. Ask God for the grace. Let me have the worship team here. Mantles into your spirit unto prayer. Pray for one minute. Lift your two hands and ask the Lord for grace. Jesus. 
levels of prayer, new graces of prayer. May your prayer life amplify. May the Lord take you into deep realms of prayer, long hours of prayer. May your heart begin to love the place of prayer. May any spirit that takes you loitering around and missing the call to prayer, may that spirit not have rule over you after tonight. May the sensitivity to the call of prayer be strong upon you. May you pray with all prayings and supplications in the spirit. May you persevere in the realms of prayer. May spiritual warfare become a daily bread to you. May answers be delivered to you immediately you begin to pray. The Bible said, what's the call? I will answer. May answers be delivered to you when you begin to call. He said, call upon me and I will answer you. And I will show you great and mighty things that you never knew of. I pray for you tonight that anything that is lacking in your life, the Lord will supply it on the altar of prayer. Give the Lord a big amen in the house. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. I want you to take your seat. We're going to take offering and we'll leave this place. Give the Lord.